Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. Welcome back to the FinTech Five. Today's interview is a fun one for me. This is with Anna Herrera. I tried to roll my R's in. I didn't. That was perfect. That was perfect. Yeah, I'd say it wasn't bad. You know, for me, it wasn't bad. That's a that's a Brazilian surname, correct? No, it's Italian. I'm Italian. Italian. Yeah, yeah. I like confusing people. Um, I lived in Brazil for a bit, and my last name doesn't sound very Italian, so people assume I'm Brazilian, but I'm actually Italian. I am absolutely baffled. <laughs> Were you? Did you have a whole line of questioning about my? Yeah, life? I'm screwed. You know, it's just not going to happen. So. Let's start with something I, I do know, and that's that you're a very good writer, especially in the fintech space. Can you tell us a little bit about your role? Yeah, so I just moved uh, to Reuters in New York, where I will be covering fintech. Reuters has a great finance team here in the U.S. and I guess globally, so I'll be working with them, uh, reporting on stories across the fintech spectrum. So be it um, more capital markets fintech, more bank-focused fintech, or even retail, so all of it, which is it's a big space, but I'm very excited and you just moved from London, right? Yes. So, yeah. So, I was working for uh, Financial News, which is part of Dow Jones in London. And I've been reporting about fintech for nearly three years now, possibly actually three years. So, I've followed a bit of the transition from a topic that was kind of like on the sidelines of finance to one that's really at the center of everything now. So, it's quite exciting times. What, and what started that that path into fintech? I'm just curious. What what was the... <laughs> <laughs> was okay, a, really so so when I joined FN I didn't have a beat because uh, I was like on the online desk and because it wasn't wasn't big enough for the beat reporters no one was really paying attention so I started attending events um, my first one I think was Finnovate in London this was like three or four years ago and um, and then I thought hey this is like really interesting to, you know other industries have been disrupted if we cover the financial industry we should be looking at this. So I started writing about it more, and then we changed editors, and he was really keen on us covering it more seriously. And then fintech became more and more of an important topic, and so we got more space. So it was incidental, but I guess I got lucky. Well, I mean, you definitely picked the right um, right place, right time. Yeah. No doubt. It's easily one of the hottest spaces. And you think about where you're coming from. You're coming from London, which could argue that it's the fintech capital of the world. Yeah. And now in New York, pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm very happy because, I mean, I've, I haven't been here long enough to say anything with much certainty, but I feel like in certain respects, it's a little bit behind London in terms of like events and that sort of stuff. And I, But I think it's catching up. So I am starting to sort of feel like I'm I'm in London maybe a year ago in terms of like the speed at which stuff is happening and, and, and how much people are coming together. But of course, on certain things, I, I feel like it's it's more advanced naturally because... That's where some of the this is where some of the world's biggest banks are based. So you know the decisions were already being made here. So it's the end of 2016. It's December when we're doing this interview. Yeah. So this will be interesting. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh. That's <laughs> Looking my forward job. to 20. Absolutely. Yeah, th- yeah, I know. Looking forward to 2017, 2018. What do you think are going to be the hot growth areas? So. I always base my answers on what I hear other people talking about. So it's never my own brain. It's someone else <laughs> that I ask those questions to. But um, so the thing I'm hearing most about is insure tech, like mm-hmm. a lot. 
of it from investors. They're really keen on it. So I think we'll see more investments there. And then I'm keen to see whether we see some real world applications of blockchain that are go beyond like private markets or small like smaller markets. So I'm keen to see whether there's some progression there. Um, and then what else? Artificial intelligence I'm hearing a lot about. Um, and yeah, I think just m maybe more implementations. I keep saying this every year over and over, but I'm keen to see more stuff coming into reality and getting to the hands of the consumer, I guess. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice not to talk theory and actually yeah. <laughs> see something get adopted at scale? Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. I mean, lending has been like that and it's suffered a bit of a rough patch recently, but I think that's probably one of the most advanced areas in fintech. And I'm, I'm curious to see this year how, how it works out if we have some people kind of emerge like as even more the clear winners if some of the bigger players um, continue to like, can manage to reattract interest from from investors, which is a bit weak over the past of the past year. So we'll see. Yeah, I've called uh, 2016 the reality check year. <laughs> yeah, um, it, more than just fintech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much everything in the yeah. world. I mean, so, what's what's yeah. curious is is that. Um, you know, VCs continue to to raise cash, like they, they keep to have their have money. But it seems like investment in startups is falling. So it's an interesting thing. Like, where will will they, they need to use their money? So where will it go? Yeah, exactly. And we we've seen the the, the rate of investment in fintech, and yeah, you know, like you said, payments lending is is sucked up a lot of that. But mm -hmm. I'd agree with you. I'd, I'm hearing you know, sure tech's going to grow rapidly, and we'll see what happens on the reg tech side. Yeah. Um, because it's the FinTech Five and short form interview, we're down to the last minute. Believe it or not, it flies by. <laughs> so this is rapid fire questions. Okay, just right off yeah. the top of your head. Um, how many languages do you speak? Five. What What are the five? So I speak Italian, English, and Portuguese fluently, and then I survive in French and Spanish. You survive. I like yeah. that. <laughs> And and what was the path since you're Italian? How, how, what was the path to Brazil? Uh, my brother was adopted in Brazil, so my family then after spent lots of time going there, helping out with an NGO. So I started going when I was 13, um, and so and so I learned Portuguese because I was a child. And then I, I went back um, when I was after I graduated from Colombia. I was there as an intern for Reuters, so I brushed it off my Portuguese. Well, good fit for you. All right, so mm -hmm. since you're living in New York, I've got to ask, have you eaten from a street vendor yet? No, you know why? This has an actually fintech answer. Once, when I was looking for an apartment on the first days and I was running around, I was so hungry and I wanted to buy from a street vendor, but I didn't have any cash. And I still had like a card, the UK card, and I, and I tried to get cash and it wouldn't let me. And so in the end, I didn't eat. I think it's because it's a cashless society now. So what's happening to the street vendors? They might have Square. I, didn't I was going to say, but. have they not heard? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of yeah. solutions that they might want to adopt. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess more importantly, because you write so well. Um, and you do. I actually am on your newsletter, your email, mm -hmm. um, weekly emails thing that you send out. What's the best way for folks to find out more about the work you do? So follow me on Twitter. It's just at Anne Herrera. And then, yeah, sign up to my newsletters. Most of the stories go, th go there every week. And then just visit Reuters.com, I guess. The stories will be there. Well, excellent. Well, I would tell you thank you in Italian, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's grazie, grazie. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Seriously, it's cross. Did, did you practice huh. it? In, did you practice? Well, you did you practice it in Portuguese? I wrote it down, and I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, truth. but it is grazie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>